0: And it looks like they're giving us the heads up to start. So thank you so much for joining us today. This is Ellen Kamai, the natural nurse. And today we are both here together live. Welcome, Dr. Z.
1: Thank you, Dr. Kamai. It's great to be here and talk about um, all the interesting and fascinating subjects that we delve into every week. I'm so excited to be on with you, first show together with you for the new year That's so right. we it's have the new a year. great show in store yeah
0: so the first thing i love to do first is tell people what we do and how you can get in touch with us if you go to naturalnurse.com and click events you will see a list of many of the classes the first thing i want to shout out right now because it's coming up soon is a live free class and it's called a Q&A about the Natural Nurse Herbal Certification Course. So you can join us, talk about herbs. It's going to be free, online, interactive. We have lots of people signed up for it already, but I think there's kind of an unlimited amount that's allowed. So you can go right to naturalnurse.com events, find the link and sign up for free then we have the full natural nurse herbal certification course and in march dr z why don't you tell us about the echo tours for cures education vacation in the island of jamaica which is also on the website there
1: well we're all sold out for this year but we could take your name for next year but we're really excited to be approved as a uh, official course with bastier university and so we'll be bringing um, probably it, I mean, there's an ad drop period. So there might be some students that don't go, but it looks like we have a group of about 20 plus students and some really interesting.
0: That's a lot uh, to move yeah, over so there. We, in the... <laughs>
1: yes. And some interesting professors that are going to join us from Jamaica, like Dr. Picking, who's done quite a bit of work on antivirals and Jamaican herbs, including, you know, things that we know about like uh, andrographis which the jamaicans call rice bitters and other very interesting plants that help with gunya virus zika another virus malaria not a virus a parasite but very interesting uh stuff there's so much in the forest dr kamai every time i go down there it's great and we're also celebrating the 10-year Crossing over, passing of Jamba of the Maroons. One oh, of no, it can't.
2: Producers.
0: It can't be that long. It can't be that long. That feels yeah. like yesterday. We Amazing have wonderful enough. articles also. Someone can just go on our website and type in the articles Jamba, J A M B A, and you will see a great article that Dr. Samperona and I wrote for um, Herbal Gram magazine that was published all about Jamba jamba of the maroons we talk about his teachings we talk about his legacy and dr z is probably the preeminent westerner who connected with jamba during his lifetime and when one of these shamanic healers pass and one of these elders pass it's like the encyclopedia britannica going away and if it wasn't for your work dr z and our work in writing the natural medicine chest, so much of Jamba's teachings would be gone because he shared with me that he had 17 natural children and none of them were actually interested in herbal medicine.
1: Uh, that's, that's right. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very true. So we're, we're excited to be heading back down there and and learn more uh, about these botanicals. So excited. Good. And then I'm, I'm actually doing a lecture at Gilberti's next um Gilberti's herbs who, who sponsored a lot of our herbal fun shops on natural antivirals and immune tonics for the the uh you know the the cold and flu season up here so that's going to be, be a lot. I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about some interesting new research on chaga mushroom uh, it seems like that's a very powerful powerful immune mushroom
0: is it really a mushroom? I mean, I've gathered it. It's like a blob that grows on the side of a tree, you know. Yeah, really, a woody it really
1: tree. deforms. Yeah, it really deforms the tree. That's for sure. But, but yeah, it, it is kind of in the mushroom family, and and certainly uh, one of these powerful immune tonics. You know, they always. I remember at school that we had this naysayer guy come in from the University of Washington, and he said, "Oh, there's nothing you can do to." get your immune system stronger. That's a bunch of hogwash. And there's just so much research to say that that's totally, that's hogwash.
0: (laughs) Oh, so much. And you know, anybody can call in today since we're both here, Dr. Z. And I'm gonna give out this call-in number. Last time I did, we had several callers. So callers, if you would wanna come in, we're here live today in studio and both of us. And the number is 888 874 4888. That's 88 874 so you,
1: you- And why don't you read about our topic today that we, we I wrote up a blurb for that and we can uh refer to that as our main topic of discussion today, because we have a lot to cover.
0: Well, we're gonna focus on our arthritis book. And you know, we've written many books. And if you go to naturalnurse.com and click on books, you can find all of them, including the one we're focusing on today, which is called yeah. Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide. And in this book, we have a lot about detox. And detox is a big deal in the new year. So some people think that's a new thing. Not only is it not a new thing, we discuss it in very great detail in our arthritis book, how to do detoxification for different organ systems in specific using things like herbs and supplements and diet and hydrotherapy and castor oil packs, how to do it exactly, How to, where to get everything. Although we're not selling products, we're only giving you information. And Dr. Z, you talk a lot about this. And the thing is, you sent me links that are actually current research, live current research on, th- on these topics. And, and you really listed it in terms specifically of diabetes, which is pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Why don't doctors know this? Here's a study published in 2021, just a minute ago, on mm-hmm. the role of heavy metals in diabetes. It's well, right you here. know, we've,
1: we've always been, our teachers, I, I want to honor our teachers that taught us a lot of this stuff, like Dr. Corsello and um, a lot of my teachers out in Washington, my nat- naturopathic teachers, who always talked about this link between the toxic load of your body and disease. And this has been very disparaged by medical doctors who who never look at toxicity for the cause of disease. And we and we might be we might do the opposite. We might kind of look for toxicity as the cause of most disease, but I don't really think so. Every single patient that comes in my office, Dr. Kamai, I check for heavy metals and organic pollutants. And we now we see scientific literature attributing many different illnesses to the buildup of toxins in our body. That can be organic pollutants, which they call POPs for short, P-O-P, persistent organic pollutants, or, or toxic metals, or even our own toxins that come from our you know gut flora or bad foods and chemicals. So there's a plethora of different sources of toxins and they all end up landing in our body, and then you know the question is the million-dollar question is, does that make a difference? Does that do anything? Now, skeptics in the allopathic world say no. You know, these these toxins really don't do anything to our body. You know, they build up, but you know they, they, if you were acutely exposed to tremendous levels all at once, that would be considered what we call acute. Exposure, yeah, that can I could see that poisoning people like they get exposed to too much arsenic or too much mercury. They work in an industry thing, but it but the research shows that it's the small daily accumulation of these chemicals and toxins that really does it in. Just like the article that I sent you about diabetes, that they actually said that toxins are more important to develop diabetes than sugar. Now, isn't that pretty fascinating? That's mind-blowing to most patients and people listening out there.
0: That's true. It's amazing that this information isn't just used by all the doctors. Why isn't it? That's the, that's the really question. But of course, another thing you do, Dr. Z, that I think we should let people know, I get calls every single day for people wanting to have direct one-on-one consults with me in terms of what they should eat, what supplements they should use, and I am not really participating with one-to-one clients anymore. What I do is I work for companies and also even small startup companies about the regulatory issues of what they can and cannot say about their products, even on uh, websites like Amazon and even like Etsy. You know, people are getting attacked by mm-hmm. saying illegal mm-hmm. things or presenting products that are being illegally marketed. So I help people with that. And then I also help companies making statements and I help individuals getting educated. Like let's say someone wanted to use natural as part of their lifestyle that's what i really do one-on-ones about right now and a lot of people either if they're already a healthcare professional like a doctor or a nurse how would they get the information to be able to do natural that i do a lot of but i know you still do dr z and and we should let our listeners know one-on-one sessions with individuals about what they can do for their own health and wellness
1: Yes. I'm still in clinical practice. Uh, Don't plan on retiring soon. So yeah, people can, uh, if they want, make an appointment. Uh, They could do a Zoom appointment with me or other uh, entities, uh, you know, ways to connect with me with telehealth. Uh, Or they're welcome to come here to my office in Connecticut, where we will assess you for your toxic burden. Because like I said, that's a lot of what I do, not solely, but certainly what I do is try to get definitive proof that you have toxins in your body, and you need to do something about it. And so that's kind of why we wrote the book, you know, attaching or combining or correlating the toxins with arthritis. But like the articles that I sent you, it seems to be associated with many, many other diseases. So many other diseases are linked to this persistent pollutants in our environment. So we need to know natural alternative therapies to make these things go away, get them out of our bodies. And then maybe inflammation will go down. Maybe these chronic diseases won't work. Maybe you'll be able to handle your sugar and not create... Um, you know, uh, pre-diabetes, moving into diabetes. That's the power of of natural medicine to, you know, and even lose weight is is always a good thing. And, and, you know, it's interesting. The weight loss thing is very fascinating to me, Dr. Kamai, because one of the, I remember once my professor said, people gain weight when they become more toxic. And I thought that was just so profound as a naturopathic student at Bastyr where I went to school. And I was like, wow. And he said basically that if you can't excrete toxins, your body stores them. It does it, like Dr. Corsello used to say, in a sarcophagus. She used to use that word, I remember. And it, the body walls it off. when it And when it feels like it's safe to remove these toxins, um, it will do so. And she would correlate it with many minerals like your your molybdenum levels, your selenium levels, your levels of zinc, and she would go on and on with all the trace elements that are involved in removing the toxins from your body because... And then she also talked about the loading theory, which was like that you have the ability to detoxify things with your emunctories. These are the organs of elimination, which include the lymph, the liver, the colon, the skin, which people call the third kidney, of course your kidneys itself, and to a small extent your lungs, that all the toxins that we're exposed to, and I mean everything from volatile organic compounds to chlorine, to plastics, to petrochemicals, to uh, styrofoam, all the things that we're exposed to in the modern lifestyle all have to go to into the body to be changed and processed and turned and then eventually excreted. It has to happen because if they continue to build up in the body, you will get degenerative disease. And that's what you know the masters uh, taught us, and they gave us specific ideas of how to mobilize and support these organs of elimination, which you and I wrote about in our book. But it's just fascinating that all this stuff has come full circle. You know, I studied with the great environmental physician, the late, great Dr. Walter Crinion, who was a pioneer in looking, and and Dr. William Ray, another pioneer who we've had on the show many, many moons ago. And Dr. Ray wrote a four-part, probably a 3000 book uh, treatise on how these organic, I'm looking at it right now on my shelf, called well, chemical sensitivity for those that love technical stuff about all the effects, many of the effects that toxins have on the body. He documented it very, very uh, scrupulously. And then he then presented in his volume four a very cogent um, way to remove these toxins backed by clinical science like he was really into saunas which i thought was really fascinating because saunas have come really into vogue again that's true um you know to to help people lose weight and but here's a question i have for you dr kamai dr Crinin and the old timers were way before they had the ir saunas and now there's a, you know, an uh, you can get an IR sauna for like a 100 bucks, one of these things that's like a steam tent type of thing. But some people have said that it gives off a lot of electromagnetic uh, EMFs pollution, which some people are so sensitive that that may overshadow the effect that it's helping you get rid of these volatile organic compounds from your fat cells. Because believe it or not, you do sweat out toxins that's what the research now proves so what's your what's your opinion on that do you think that the um, benefits outweigh the risks of of the emfs
0: in terms of saunas well one way around that is um, yeah because all those those devices you do plug in and i actually as an electromagnetically sensitive person can tell you that's why i don't like them
1: Okay, okay. But, you
0: know, there's infrared, there's far infrared. There's also ones that are built like a steam room is excellent. And that's not like a little thing where there's an electromagnetic field coming at you. But you usually have to go to a facility because those are an expensive right. thing. Not everybody's going to have them in their house. And also a sauna, but a, a well-done sauna, not one of those little. First of all, that plas- those plastic ones, I feel like the plastic also heats up and releases plastic molecules. So I am not a big fan of those, Um, but certainly that whole concept of sweating it out is great. And in fact, we have a wonderful step-by-step low-tech way described right in our book, Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide, which you can find by going to naturalnurse.com books. And you can click and order it right there. We have an excellent description of how you do your own like naturopathic heat sweats which yeah. if you know that's a great way to do it and you can do it right at home it's super cheap it's super easy and we actually have research in the book saying that people had their sweat evaluated after they were doing those sweat therapies and it did pull out certain heavy metals that were measurable so that's a good Yeah way to do I it. want I
1: wanted to tell you an interesting story so after 9/11 you know I was involved in you know, running quite a number of the clinics at the University of Bridgeport Naturopathic College. So we got together with our faculty and we decided that we wanted to do something to help out a lot of the firemen and policemen and first responders who were exposed to a lot of those poisons. And so we decided to do a, a full detoxification program. And by the way, the correct word. I know I know your sticklers for using correct words like the correct term for traditional medicine and things like that. The correct term for detoxification is actually called depuration. D-E-P-U-R-A-T-I-O-N. Depuration. I guess that's to kind of disconnect it with you know, detoxing, meaning, you know, detoxification from opioids or drugs or something. Well, is, like. Is
0: that. that term actually used anymore? Or is that a very old fashioned term?
1: Deporation? No, that's the actual official term that's used amongst the profession that, you know, of of uh, people that do this type of work. So yeah. But basically, we, we did that very interesting thing, Dr. Kamai, we actually took sweat from the firemen and policemen and other folks that were at 9-11 and sent it to a lab. Now, the lab was called AccuChem back then in Texas. They merged with some other labs now, so I don't know what their name is now. But what was interesting is we actually proved that clinically, that the stuff that was coming out of people's sweat was the exact thing that they were exposed to you know, it, it, it makes sense. It makes common sense, you know, garbage in, garbage has to come out. But, you know, you you have naysayers in the medical field that say, oh, yeah, you know, sauna doesn't do anything. It just makes you feel good or whatever. Even
0: people, if it just makes you feel good, you know, that's actually yeah, enough. Exactly. But it, it really does so much more, measurably so. Measurably yeah. so.
1: But we're where act- well, we actually were to document that, you know, people, th- their toxic load, Uh, went down. And back in the 1990s, they did a national adipose study where they took fat from people all across the country and subjected it to mass spectroscopy and chromatography and ways to assess what was in the fat. And unfortunately, they found that we all had styrofoam and plastics and petrochemicals and fertilizers and pesticides in in our body. So it was like such a wake up call to Americans. And I would assume that countries that don't use a lot of these pollutants, because it turns out that, um, you know, if you listen to our, our colleagues on WUSB that do parts of natural alternatives, like living green and some of those other programs that are still going on on WUSB, I was listening and they were talking about that America, has many, many more chemicals approved for daily usage than other places in the world. And that's one reason why we're so polluted. And that's one reason why we're very overweight too. Uh, so it's not just the sugar in the food and the preservatives in the food, but it's other. It's also the pesticides in the food and other organics that are allowed in our food. Um, and th- folks that don't eat clean food They then will accumulate these, um, you know, organic compounds in their tissue, which then creates all kinds of inflammatory cascades and upregulates the uh, deposition of fat. You get these adipokines, which are these angry fat molecules that come from the fat that then upregulate inflammation, that then gives you arthritis, then, then gives you diabetes, that gives you all these different Western diseases. So the need for detoxification is very, very important. I just you know kind of put it in as a New Year's resolution that people want to do these types of things. But really, um, a, a professional organized program of detoxification is very important. Because there's a lot of things on the internet that really are not safe, nor do they make sense, you know, so you really need to be evaluated because I know people that have done some of these detoxifications and they've come back to me worse because they haven't prepared their liver and their body first. Prior to doing the detoxification, has that ever happened to you, Dr. Katamai? Absolutely.
0: That's a great point, which is why in our book, Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide, we actually talk about specifically which detox you want to do first. For instance, if your colon is all clogged because mm. you're even partially have slow bowel movements all the way to severe constipation, but even just slow bowel movements. If you're having one bowel movement a week, you are constipated, even though your, your primary care physician will tell you, oh, that's normal for you. That's not normal for anyone. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you should have a bowel movement every time you eat. Very few people get to that point, but at least once a day, regardless, especially if you're eating food that is sticky, especially things like bread and wheat. It's going to pile up and make this very thick coating on the sides of the colon all the way to chronic constipation, depending on what's up for you. But until you clean that out, you don't want to drag out a lot of toxic chemicals from your fat and other tissues, and then dump it into your colon where it will not be processed.
2: So first, you have Absolutely. to do colon the first, cleansing.
1: The first thing is, you know, get that gut um, get that gut working. And um, I think that's constipation is a huge. I just had a patient yesterday that's constipated. Um, and, but some people uh, don't
0: think they are. That's the point. Once yeah. Well, there's there's different
1: types. It's interesting because when you look at it, there's different types of constipation. There's people who have no urge to go to the bathroom at all. That's one type of constipation. And another type, they get an urge, but um, they don't go, or 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 that the stool comes out like you know rabbit rabbit turds. I guess is a good way to say it, or sheep pellets, which is actually won't. They discussed this on the homeopathic books. And I know in many traditional systems of medicine, I always ask patients, and there's even a scale that we use, what does your stool look like? You know, is it mushy? Is it foreign? What's the color? Because, you know, homeopaths and naturopaths are really interested in all that because it means something, you know. If you have very light-colored stool, that's usually a sign of some gallbladder problems. If the, school, if the stool is is very loose, that means... There's something that's speeding peristalsis too much, whether it's food allergies or some occult infection in the gut. Those are all important things. When you detox your colon, you're, you're doing a lot of good things for your body because all of the poisons that come from the fat cells, or many of them, end up being dumped into the colon through the gallbladder and the bile. Plus... You're also regulating and reestablishing a proper microbiome, um, you know, and this has become a really interesting buzzword. And even um, remember we had that woman, that doctor from Harvard who was interested in the microbiome. Years ago we were the only ones talking about that, Dr.
0: <laughs> well, I know. And and now it's, you know, that word microbiome is all the rage. But we have chapters within our book, Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide, about how to support and create a super healthy microbiome. But we don't use that word because that word yeah. was like not in vogue yet, which they it is now it
1: exactly they coined oh, these great words
0: <laughs> but we call it our entire um, chapter on leaky gut and we talk specifically about things that are now discussed in terms of microbiome support such as quercetin glutamine glutathione and acetyl glucosamine essential fatty acids and we talk about specifically how much which kind but you know Dr. Z we need to take a little break right here okay. on the natural nurse and Dr. Z and uh we're already gonna we're gonna listen to a little natural medicine chest that we put by the way I
1: i found some more of those uh uh, so we should somehow get the get the reel to reels to. I don't know if they the station even has a reel to reel. I could no, see if I could try to. There get was it.
0: there was a way we did that. We downloaded okay. reel to reels into electronics. I don't remember how, but we'll look I into that. We'll have to that. figure
1: it out. But I I did find some more natural medicine chests. or we could re record them too. But anyway, I'm excited to play those shows still.
0: So that's very good news, and we will be right back with more. And if you'd like to call in today. With your personal question, you actually can call into the station. And we will be right back with more right here on the Natural Nurse and Dr. Z.
3: On this edition of the Natural Medicine Chest, we'll discuss Sarsasporilla or Smilax officinalis.
2: Sauce Asparilla is a tropical plant which grows in South America, Mexico, and Guatemala. Although most Americans are familiar with it as a flavor enhancer for root beer, it has also been used for its beneficial properties for hundreds of years by many different cultures. In Roman times, the young shoots were eaten and the mature vines were worn as garlands at festivals of Bacchus. According to ancient Roman writings, Sarsasparilla originated when the beautiful maiden, Smilax, was turned into a shrub after her love was slighted by the young crocus.
3: Sarsasparilla was brought to Europe in the 16th century by Spanish traders. A French physician, Nicolas Monardis, published a comprehensive account of Sarsaparilla as a treatment for syphilis in 1574. During Portuguese military operations in 1812, a British Inspector General of Hospitals noted its positive effect on syphilis patients. It has also been used in China for treatment of the same condition. Sarsaparilla was included in the United States Pharmacopeia until 1950 as a recommended treatment of secondary syphilis.
2: Sarsaparilla's medicinal action appears to be a result of binding bacterial endotoxins in the gut, thereby decreasing their absorption. This greatly reduces the stress on the liver and is likely responsible for its historic use as a tonic and blood purification. You're a fire.
3: In a controlled study of 92 patients published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 1942, the chemically active component of sarsaparilla, called SARSapinin greatly improved psoriasis in 62% of the patients and resulted in complete clearance in 18%. Sarsaparilla is often recommended by naturopathic physicians for gout, arthritis, and psoriasis. Another folkloric use for sarsaparilla is as a tonic for male sexual potency
2: so if you want a root beard flavored tea with a long history as a healthy tonic reach for the sauce in your natural medicine chest
0: Okay, and now, we're back. <laughs> Dr. C., something happened. They didn't play the whole sauce asparilla. But anyway. Oh,
1: okay. Well, oh, that, that's a, that's an interesting one because that's very timely. Uh, that that uh, botanical actually has been proven to stimulate the liver's cup for cells, which are these kind of in-house white blood cells, similar to like when we used to play Pac-Man when I was a kid on the video games and this these cells they actually engulf substances in the blood these these are what they call immune complexes and that physically helps detoxify the patient so that's a really interesting and great plant to use when you're doing a detoxification source Aspirilla, i use one that's like really powerful dr kamai you get like it's like one one teaspoon of that would be like 30 grams of sarsaparilla. So it's very concentrated. Um, and that's kind of what you need. So that's a good herb for that. But, you know, back to the colon, and then we'll move to like the lymphatic system maybe, because the colon is very important. That's that's the principal way that the liver, which is doing the majority of uh, sequestering and with the for cells, detoxifying, And then with the enzymes, because there's the phase one and phase two enzymes of the liver, which are, the goal of that is to take that toxin, which is fat-soluble and dangerous, and to turn it into a less dangerous water-soluble toxin to then be excreted through the amongteries, through the organs of elimination. So the liver has a lot to do, but you know what? It uses a lot of nutrients, Dr. Kamai, so that's why... It's important to have an evaluation from a holistic practitioner like myself or someone else in your neck of the woods to see if you actually even have those nutrients in your body because if you try to do one of these faddish things or follow an influencer on the internet and you're not ready to do a detox, you can actually damage your body because the toxins can be changed into more highly charged toxins before they're eliminated if you don't have the right amount of vitamins, minerals, and sulfur-containing amino acids in your body, you need the the liver needs these things to take the toxin and turn them into something that's non toxic. So, really important point.
0: Well, that's good, and. Like you said, going on to other areas of detoxification. And if you'd like to call in with your question about detox or something else you'd like to ask myself or Dr. Z, you can call us at 888-874-4888. That's 888-874-4888. And if you call in, the engineer will let us know and then, you know, we'll, we'll meet you on air. So, Dr. Z, you talked about that. And what about the lymphatic system? Because you mentioned the lymphatic system. What is it and why is that important to detox? But again, first you have to do them in order. Because before you start leaching stuff out of the lymphatic system, it's much better to have your colon cleansed and your liver up to par. So I would say this whole detox is like a year long Event.
1: That's a great point. That's a very good point. It's, it's interesting. The very people that need to detox yesterday aren't really ready to detox. And I have to sit down with patients and explain that to them. They're all ready to detox. And I said, well, I'm not sure if you're ready because these things maybe aren't up to par. So the lymph is like a, a separate circulatory system that doesn't have a pump and it carries waste products and cellular debris that accumulate in the tissue spaces and then carries these debris eventually into the circulation system. So I call the lymphatic system, and we did this in our book, the master drain collecting and filtering system of our body. It it acts through clusters of nodes, which we have that carries a lymphatic fluid. And these nodes are clustered in strategic junctures of the body, like the head and neck, the armpits and the groin. But things like the appendix and other tissues associated with our digestive system are a really good place for the lymphatic system to be and are. But unlike the circulatory system, which uses the heart to pump the blood, the lymphatic system doesn't have its own pump. So you have to um, move it with day-to-day activities, exercise, breathing, massage, and other lymphatic drainage Techniques and you like to use, and I got one of these myself a little trampoline called the rebounder that to move the lymph.
0: So I'm amazed, Dr. Z, because those are little things usually you must have gotten a pretty heavy duty one you know what I mean yeah. it's like somebody your size can jump on it and if it doesn't go down and hit the floor that's a good one <laughs> and really right because yeah. it's, I, I got one that's really made for a child so it was very inexpensive because I weigh all but like 100 pounds but it's, it's really a fabulous fabulous thing and I bought my first one before my son was born, and he was born in 1975. So that's how long I've been doing rebounding. And there's excellent information about how that cleanses the lymph system. Because when you jump up, the little, the little valves in your body, which prevents the, the lymph from flowing backwards, opens as you jump up they fly open and so the lymph is shot up through the lymphatic system. Then when you come down, they're slammed shut. So it acts like a pumping mechanism which works normally just through walking and exercise. But this sort of supercharges that lymph cleansing. Because if you start doing those things before you're supposed to, some of the symptoms I've seen people who detoxify too early and without having someone knowledgeable like yourself walk them through it is they start getting rashes, headaches. There's a lot of side effects because what detoxing actually does is it pulls out those sequestered and hidden toxic chemicals, which are now usually connected to fat. And of course they can lead to disease and they can lead to cancer if left untaken out. So you do want to take them out, but you want to do it the right way.
1: Right. That's what I was saying before, that the body and its wisdom either gets rid of it or it stores it, Uh, but it doesn't let it, it doesn't let it just kind of be there to attack, Cells, cell structures, DNA. I mean, these toxins do a lot of bad things. Think of mercury and arsenic, you know, bad stuff, all kinds of terrible diseases associated with these heavy metals in people's bodies. So, you know, it's funny when I do a lecture, I often start my lecture and I ask, how many people know how much lead's in their body? you know, or been, and no one raises their hand, very few, maybe some of my patients that might be in the audience, and I said, everybody should know how much lead's in their body. Everybody should know how much mercury is in their body. It's a bloody shame that people don't know these things, because these are the true parameters of health that should be done by your physician, and it's not. Anyway, I noticed we have a caller.
0: Okay, let's have that caller come on board.
4: Hi, good morning. How you doing? Hello? Can you guys hear me pretty good?
0: Not perfectly, but go ahead.
4: Okay. Uh, I was wondering, I have a question about, I have several questions, but they're all related to the same thing, so I won't throw okay. you off. But to oil packs and yes. detoxification... Is there a right way, a wrong way, the right castor oil?
0: Great. And you know this use... caller is right from Bridgeport, Dr. Z. So yeah, it's I on your that. home turf. Sorry, so that's a good question. We'll answer it. So castor oil packs, I think, are one of the most healing modalities around. I learned about them from Dr. Bernard Jensen many 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 decades ago maybe 60 years ago and castor oil packs are super inexpensive and super effective and i do want to tell you if you go to naturalnurse.com and just type in the top castor oil pack that's c-a-s-t-o-r oil you'll get a full recipe on how to use a castor oil pack, uh, pack totally for free also, in our book, Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide, we have very specific instructions on how to use a castor oil pack. And this is something that's not, you know, so many holistic therapies really are quite expensive. But this is not, I mean, we're talking about, you know, like one digit of money. It's really uh, very inexpensive so, and you so, can learn to do it.
4: So, um,
1: definitely, it's so you can tell organic. Yeah. Um, you know, really chemical free castor oil, you know, because you can buy castor right. oil at a lot of places, but it has to be very clean. And it's work. easy
0: to find. You're just and Amazon it, organic castor oil. Right. Oils. Super and here, easy.
4: And there'll be the instructions on how often to do it and all that yes, kind of stuff.
0: It's all there on the website, naturalnurse.com. Okay. Type in castor me, oil. Let me, let me, instructions are right there okay, as well me, as in our book.
4: Okay. Let me get your opinion on something else I've been thinking about. But I've never heard of it. What about like an avocado or even a coconut oil pa- oil pack? I've never heard of any of this. And, and do you think there's any merit to any of it? It's just something that's right. come up with the top of my head, really. Right. Yeah, I mean, in, let
1: me answer that for sure. a So So in, in Ayurvedic medicine... Before someone starts a deep, deep cleansing protocol, which can take a month, called panchakarma, the first thing that the Ayurvedic doctors look for is: is the body properly oleated? Which means, do you have enough fat in the body? So they look at your skin, they look at many parameters, and if you don't have enough fat. You get massaged by four or five different um practitioners, and then they and then they give you oils. Now the rationale is very interesting because even though the ancients didn't really know about all these modern chemicals and plastics didn't exist back then, they realized that like dissolves like similar dissolves similar. And they felt that if there was not enough fat in the body, you could not detoxify from and get the stuff out of your fat cells. So I thought that was very fascinating. So using oils before you detoxify is something I actually wanted to talk about today. So I'm glad that that came up. So Dr. Kamai, you wanted to mention something.
0: Right. Well, just to answer his question, um, I have never seen using an oil like what he described, certainly eating them. Yes. Avocado oil, especially organic or just the avocados themselves, coconut oil, which is a completely different kind of oil. It's a monounsaturate. It's a wonderful oil. I eat about a tablespoon of that a day, but I have never heard of it in terms of its use on a pad like castor oil. And I do not think it has the same biological effect. So thank you very much for your call.
4: Can I get one more question in or no?
0: I would say, you know, we have to move along because, you know, we're going towards the end okay, of the show. I'll, and if someone I'll else wants up, to call, I'll call in. call back next week. Okay.
4: I'll call back next week.
0: That's thank a good you. idea. And for all of you who are interested in calling in, the call in number is 888-874-4888. And thank you so much, Shavaz from Bridgeport, Connecticut. And those were really appropriate questions about a casserole pack and various kinds of fat. So that was interesting.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, I, I mean, maybe not as a pack, but they would, in in Ayurvedic medicine, Doctor Kamai, you would you would actually be massaged with oil for a week, where the oil would be just you know smothered on your body and you know soaking in oil until the Ayurvedic doctor thought that you were properly oleated, and that's when you would actually start doing your you're cleansing, so that's that's pretty interesting because they felt that you know in order to get fat-soluble toxins out of the body, you need fat. So because like dissolves like, you know, if you have, say, you're using I don't know, let's just say you're using oil-based paint and you want to clean the oil, you spill something on the floor, you can't take water and rub that off. That's not going to work. You need to use something that is the same solubility. So that was the ancients understanding. How they figured that out, I have no idea that they, they sort of channeled the seers, channeled the information I think from from the great mystics and the superconscious mind, but fascinating ayurvedic because oh. Ay- ayurvedic is one of the most ancient medicines around that and the foundation of ayurveda was to clean and do a deep, deep detox of the body, which they call panchakarma.
0: Yes, and I will say that I did a show once on something called Chipotle, which is the use of oils that you put in your belly button. And I did a study about using CBD oil specifically and Mm. putting it in that area. So I do a whole lecture about that in my... um, basically marijuana lecture and all the new use because, you know, I'm on the Board of Education of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. And in addition, Dr. Z, the American Cannabis Nurses Association has just been brought in as an official specialty degree in the American Nurses Association. So it's huge, has moved forward. Um, and that level so that's one of the interesting things that we talk about is the ayurvedic use of oils actually in the umbilicus and they believe that the umbilicus was a gland that influenced Mm -hmm. the whole body because of when a baby was still in the mother's stomach it is connected through the placenta Mm -hmm. and then modern medicine says that all those connections just dry up and are no longer there but i actually have Physical pictures of the connection to the liver of these connecting circulatory system from the navel that modern medicine says disappears, but it doesn't really disappear. It turns into specific and known ligaments mm. as it dries up after birth. So in Ayurveda, they say it still acts as a conduit,
2: which is well, a marma
1: would, I know it's a Marma point and which is kind of like an acupuncture point in Chinese medicine. So it's definitely a powerful energetic point. Right.
0: But they go into that. It's actually more wow. physical than that. That it goes into the umbilicus oh, and wow. through what is now after birth becomes a little hardened and becomes these, fil- you know, but they still go right to the liver. But interesting, when I did this study <laughs> with people and their ability to sleep, we actually did this study and that they slept much better when it was applied through that way which is called using that point right just dropping the uh, cbd oil into the belly button basically um we didn't do a cross section about if you have an innie or an Audi. i don't know everybody had an innie uh. in this experiment and they actually got better sleep so, so that's that pretty better interesting. than just taking
1: a gummy that's fascinating I did Very not
0: good. do it I didn't do a comparison to a gummy, so yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah. that. Just yeah. versus not doing anything. Um, huh. or or just using it orally, that, that same C B D okay. or or a hemp well, That would be like, that would
1: be like found in a gummy, the oral one. But yeah. Wow.
0: So, so there's much. a lot. That was a great yeah. question. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah, so um, let's finish our topic before we run out of time. So the lymph, we talked a little bit about the lymph. Actually, one of the big things that we didn't talk about is dry skin brushing, which is fantastic for the lymph. We're using a roller, which is also great for the lymph too. So dry skin brushing improves the flow in the lymphatic system by stimulating the lymph nodes under your skin. And the idea is to use a brush... Natural fiber brush or loofah or a tight rolled towel, I think, is something that was also taught to sort of move the lymph through the lymphatic channels to encourage drainage and prevent stagnation. So you start by gently brushing from the end of your arms with long strokes and sweep towards the trunk of your body. You do your arms, both sides of your arms. Then you brush your head and neck downwards towards your clavicle. Then you brush the feet and legs upwards. It's kind of like the way we do Qigong, Dr. Kammai, you know? And then eventually you take a shower. Now, not only does that remove dead skin cells, but now you've really pumped your lymph system and you've actually moved some of these toxins from your cells into the major lymphatic organs that then uh, help. You can also make some lymphatic teas, which is very good for supporting the lymphatic system. My favorite is cleavers and red clover for lymphatic drainage. And if you're, um, you know, if if you know if you're know a little bit about botanicals, you can actually use a little poke root, which we often talk about on our summer herb walks.
0: Yeah, that's so fun. And people, even if you're in the middle of a snowstorm, I think, are you Dr. Z? We are. Yeah, it's actually snowing. Yeah, well, I'm sitting here in the studio in Florida, and it is gorgeous anyway. That's why I do that. Come down and visit me, Dr. Z. Bring Kathleen. So... What we were saying really is very, very good information because you you named another thing, Dr. Z, that, you know, going to a holistic provider to find out all this information is really a wonderful thing to do. But unfortunately, a lot of those services are not covered and some people, many people cannot afford it. But we named today, and you can look them up right at naturalnurse.com, castor oil pack and skin brushing, which are close to being free. Mm -hmm. and which are very, very safe to do yourself at home. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of it is about taking care of yourself, just like choosing the right foods, choosing to exercise, choosing to do mind-body techniques and bring down those stress hormones. Doing something like skin brushing and a castor oil pack can go a long, long way for self-healing.
1: Absolutely. And don't forget, always... And you're showering cold. That's another way to stimulate the Tell us uh, why, Dr. Z. System.
0: Why? Well, there's is that? a lot
1: of there's a lot of receptors in your skin and nerves, which actually um by when you apply hot water, it it causes vasodilation. And then when you apply cold water, it causes a reflex vasoconstriction, but then it causes an even greater reflex vasodilatation which then basically brings blood to areas and you know with with the our philosophy of natural medicine one of the preemptive ideas or the uh, older ideas from the ancients was you know move the blood build up the blood and move it building up the blood means um as far as i think uh, making the blood the perfect composition so that you're carrying all the nutrients, all the proper oxygen, all the phytochemicals to the cells to nourish them and then move the garbage out of the cell via the lymph system back to be processed and then if you that's a way to feed your cells properly and I know you always you always talk about that you know you want to help yourself and your cells uh, it's one of your famous quotes,
2: <laughs> and that's, that's a true. good way
1: to do it, to do hydrotherapy, which really doesn't cause anything besides a little extra hot water. You don't have to douse your body with cold water. You can start by just doing the palms of your hands and maybe the bottoms of your feet, which contain all the reflexology points and will stimulate the body. The idea is to stimulate the healing power of your body. You know, and the body has remarkable self-healing intelligence, the vis, we call it the vis in naturopathic medicine, the uh, the vis medicatrix naturae, the healing power of our bodies. And we have to get rid of these obstacles to cure, of which the pollutants are a huge obstacle to cure that is, you know, you can't, I guess the bottom line is you can't just drug yourself to health. You know, drugging yourself to health is not a way to go. So, where, well, it's just not it. only
0: that, it just doesn't work.
1: It yeah. just doesn't
0: work. Most people get more and more ill. They find for each prescription drug they're taking, they get new symptoms, not related to what they took the prescription drug for. Like if they're taking NSAIDs for pain, um, they get very bad reactions i mean i saw what they're putting on those nfed bottles now it kind of says you can die the first time you take it and if you don't it gets worse the more you take it and it literally punches holes in your digestive tract and people bleed to death every day so now this, i mean
1: people stay on <laughs> uh, people take these things like candy all you have to do is walk through any drug store any department store through the drug thing and you'll just see the shelf loaded with acetaminophen, aspirin, you know other brands well I will say
0: not in Canada because I have a right. lot of Canada, Canadian relatives uh, I'm not relatives but people who live with me neighbors and they come for no. the winter only right. and they buy up that stuff here and bring it home because it's not available over the counter. but even the prescription ones here come with this massive warning but that drug is overused because yeah. they give it for people in like some kind of minor pain that a castor oil pack would have not only helped but it would have helped to rebuild the joint so it is just the wrong approach
1: yeah yeah it's a a, a philosophy that we've talked about many times it would be a, it would be a great show to talk about you know the the philosophy of how that became the dominant medical Thought That's our vitalism versus mechanism. Right. Discussion. And we have already
0: written that in depth. If people would like to read it, that's the chapter one in our book called The Natural Medicine Chest, The History of Natural Medicine and the Progressive and Purposeful um, Defunding and taking natural medicine away, which they're still really uh, hell-bent on doing. So that's something that, you know, you may want to know more about and take more of your health and healing for yourself and your family into your hands.
1: Right, yourself and yourselves. (laughs) Well, it looks like we're about ready to wrap up the program. So we're really happy that you got a chance to join us. And Tell your friends and family about the program, and you can listen to it on a podcast from uh, anywhere in the world. So you don't have to be in a particular, like in the old days, a particular radio area. Because Dr. Kamai and myself have been doing these shows so long that we actually do real radio
0: (laughs) right real radio and not only that all our old shows are on real to real as you shared with us dr z yeah (laughs) yeah so have a great day
1: everybody and and uh as always we wish you uh the best and stay healthy stay healthy bye